We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome in, Monday edition Oxford Exxon podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio here this morning, starting another week. Bit of a chilly morning in Oxford. Temperatures down in the uh, 20s when I got up this morning. High around the uh, mid 40s today. We got a couple of SEC coaching hires over the weekend, including uh, a bit of a cluster in a college station that resulted in Mike Elko, the Duke coach, headed in. They uh, they did not use the North Korean ban last night when they got off the plane. That has been scrapped since Jimbo was uh, hired. So a little change there in College Station as uh, Bjork doesn't get his guy, but gets a guy there in uh, at Texas A and M, Mississippi State, hiring Jeff Levy, the former Ole Miss offensive coordinator. We had all those all those things today, as well as uh, a look at Ole Miss's bowl situation, including a uh, prediction from a very notable college football analyst yesterday and what he had to say. So we'll get into that and more today on the show. The Oxford X sign, Highway Six West, the Beer Cave. Look, I know the games are over, but you got conference weekend. You got there's always a reason to drink. So find that at the Oxford X sign. Head in. Pick up your alcoholic beverage of choice. Forget the lunch specials. Five sixty nine, a couple sides of bread, any size fountain drink. Every day, up and down I fifty five, North Mississippi as well. A lot of sweet daddies and blue sky locations. And again, coming to you from the Clark Ford Studio. And remember, all podcasts on MPW Digital presented by Twisted Tea. Uh, Clark Ford is in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900. Call that number. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. It's right to the bottom line. There's no hassle. There's no haggle. You get your quote. The rest is completely up to you. You can shop that quote around. You can do what I've done, what I recommend that you do. And that's hop into a Clark Ford today, 662-257-1900. Uh, Guest will join on the uh, Campbell Clinic hotline. Campbell Clinic's in Oxford now, 2608 South Lamar Boulevard, Suite 102, just across the street. From the cottages at Hooper Hollow, the Campbell Clinic provides full-service orthopedic care, everything from sports medicine to foot and ankle surgery to spine and total joint care to pediatric orthopedics, physical therapy, and more. To book an appointment, go to CampbellClinicOxford.com or call 901-759-3111. Our walk-ins are always welcome at the Campbell Clinic, Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. 
so obviously plenty to get into with Texas A&M and Mississippi State. We'll do that in a uh, in a bit. First, though, we'll go ahead and start with Ole Miss and where they kind of sit here heading into uh, conference championship weekend. Crazy games as far as how it played out, but pretty scratch, pretty chalk over the course of the weekend. Kentucky being Louisville, the one exception to uh, to that. And that's the one exception that really might not have any impact whatsoever on Ole Miss and their access bowl hopes as uh, the Orange Bowl is guaranteed an ACC team. And it's the top ACC team that's not in the playoff. Florida State beat a um, bit of a hapless Florida team on Saturday night. The Gators uh, had a lead for a good bit of the game and then just simply kind of fell apart as Florida State won there with a the backup quarterback, both teams with their uh, backups. So despite it taking a Jalen Milrow 31-yard touchdown on fourth down and all kind of other stuff, mostly the good teams ended up winning there at mm-hmm. the uh, at the end. So it was a, a, a combination of things there on rivalry weekend, if you will. Um, for Ole Miss, they are 11th in the AP poll. They're 11th in the coaches poll. We'll find out the new college football playoff rankings tomorrow night. And what uh caused a bit of the uh the stir yesterday full credit to Andy Staples of uh on 3 he put out his college football predictions his projections for the uh, playoff and look you can say whatever you want to about Andy but not connected would not be one of those things so if he says something you at least have to pause and wonder why and how and he has an article there um explaining his rationale but in the playoff, he has number one, Georgia, against number four, Florida State. Again, this is just Andy's opinion. Let me preface that again. The playoff rankings come out tomorrow night. Georgia, Florida State, 1-4, Michigan, Oregon, 2-3. The Wolverines uh, coming off their win over Ohio State as Ryan Day has lost three in a row to the uh, to the Wolverines in the game. And then New York uh, New Year's Six Bowls, Louisville, Ohio State. And again, the Orange Bowl gets a uh, gets an ACC team no matter what. So he's got Florida State in the playoff. He does, yes. Okay. That's correct. He has them beating Louisville and making the playoff on Saturday. Okay. Washington, Oklahoma in the Fiesta Bowl. Okay. Peach Bowl, Alabama, Tulane. And then the Cotton Bowl, Texas, and Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has Penn State and Missouri being the 10-2 and two teams that were left out of the New York New Year's Six in this, in this situation. And he's been all over Twitter trying to explain to people that are freaking out because that would require Ole Miss and Oklahoma to jump Penn State and Missouri mm-hmm. after winning games from last week. Mm-hmm. And the not verbatim version of his rationale is that they don't really reevaluate resumes until the end, um, that they mm-hmm. kind of treat it like a poll until they don't, and that when you look at the resumes, he believe, <laughs> believes Oklahoma has the best resume of the four, and he believes Ole Miss has the second best resume of the four partially because at this point, Missouri has not beaten a team currently in the top 25. Kansas State has fallen out, Tennessee has fallen out, and then LSU and Tulane are obviously Ole Miss's wins. And I don't remember, I guess Oklahoma's win, obviously. Uh, it's Where's he have Oklahoma? Fiesta? Uh, he has Oklahoma in the, where's it at? Yes, Fiesta Bowl against Washington, against the, uh, the Huskies. By the way, huge line there. Oregon opened as a nine-point favorite against the Ducks. For uh, for Sat- I'm sorry, yeah, Oregon against the Huskies. Sorry, Oklahoma has a huge fan base that travels really, really well for football. They do. There's no doubt. Uh, Ole Miss travels really, really well for football. Yeah. He, now this is this is I've been saying this. I've, I've been trying. He to- be- and now look, he says it may not be this week. It might be next week when yeah, they do whatever. it. But he believes there will be a reevaluation of things. I will say this. He he uses TCU in 14 as an example. Um, that's the team that played Ole Miss in the Peach Bowl and was very motivated and fell from four to six after winning their last game. 
the only difference there was that that was that weird time where they didn't have like a number one conference, like a conference champion. And their rationale at the time was they gave precedent to teams that won unanimous conference championships. But anyway, proceeding from there. At some point, and I'm not just making this up. I mean, I know we talk a lot, but I try not to just make stuff up. At some point, the Bulls are going to be asked, who do you want? Not the top four. They're going to put a majority of the overwhelming majority of their time is going to be spent on the top four. Trying to get that as right as they can. Yeah, of course. Because that's ultimately the only two games that matter. And look, it might be very simple. They might get the ultimate breakout where there's just four undefeated teams and you place them in there. Sure. Then I don't you, think but then so. You, but, but then you got to rank them and you've got to figure all that out. Yeah, they, sure. They're going to spend the majority of their time. Something wrong? I lost my connection. I hope you didn't, but I did. I don't, I don't think I have. Okay. I've struggled with the internet all morning. I've, I've been unable to con- keep a consistent connection. You mean everywhere or here? No, here. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Keep talking. I, I guess we're okay. But um, I can't currently use the internet, though. Okay. It seems to be working. I'm waiting for someone else to tell me that it's not. I'm giving it like the 25, 30 seconds. But it seems all right. Okay. Um, yeah, it's it's been it's been spotty in our house. It's and it's not it's not. Um, it seems to be fine. It's okay. Only, Mine's come back now, but it was gone for like thirty seconds. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. They're going to spend their time on the four, especially if they end up having an issue where they have got to leave somebody out, like. And if they have some some weird championship games, they're going to have some real complicated stuff. Like the the Texas Alabama thing gets complicated. Um, yeah, it can go real squirrely with but, a few upsets. But as it stands, once they get that done, the rest of it doesn't really matter. I know fans hate that. Fans despise those words. I understand. I get it. But the games become okay. Who's going to travel the best? What's going to be the best matchups to market? Biggest names, those things. And those bowls are going to be asked, hey, who do you want? And last year, the Cotton was a good soldier. And the Cotton's going to, the Cotton Bowl's going to get its voice. I'm not saying they're going to get what they want necessarily, but they're going to be heard. And then at, at once you have a bunch of 10 and 2 teams, you can spin it any way you want to. You can do whatever you want to do. You can go resumes, you can go how they finished, what they look like, etc. At the end of the day, it's all kind of the same. They're going to get they're going the bulls are going to be heard. Andy knows that. Well, cuz he was completely wrong, he wouldn't even go there. I mean, of course not. I mean, we can do the clickbait thing and be a little off, but you're not going to go, no, 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 I'm going to move all these up and down, and I'm going to move it around and, and do whatever. No, they talk to people. I mean, he's And he essentially says that he thinks Oklahoma is completely safe and that Ole Miss versus Missouri is a judgment call, and he went with Ole Miss. I don't disagree. Yeah, that's that's that was his rationale. Oklahoma's what, 10-2? and two? Yeah, all, all four teams are 10-2. and two. Who'd Oklahoma lose to? Uh, I know they beat Texas. Is it Kansas? I think they lost to Kansas. I know they lost to Kansas. Is that the one that's kind of eating them? 
I, I don't. I can't remember who that other loss was. It was Oklahoma State. Okay, that's right. They lost Bedlam. Yeah. Oklahoma State's in decent shape. They're in the championship. Oklahoma game. State's losses are Kansas and Oklahoma State in back-to-back weeks in late October and early November. And then their wins on the season are Arkansas State, SMU, Tulsa, Cincinnati, Iowa State, Texas, obviously, UCF, West Virginia, BYU, and TCU. I mean, it's okay. They have the Texas win, which is the best win of any of the four. Yeah, I mean, you know, Penn State lost to... Penn Texas has got to be the team that is incredibly frustrated unless there's a really big recalculation because there's this just guarantee that Oregon gets in if they beat Washington. And it's like, hey, we beat Alabama. Like, yeah. we have one loss, too. Yeah. And we're being for- forgotten because the team that we, like, we don't play in the same conference, essentially. If that's a conference game, then they get more respect. I don't can't believe I'm taking up for Texas this morning, but I kind of am. Like, yeah. they're getting completely screwed by poll dynamics right now. Well, I mean, a twelve and one Texas with the win in Tuscaloosa, yeah, is and the only loss on the final play of the game, basically to Oklahoma and 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 in Bedlam. I mean, not in Oklahoma, and we're calling yeah. Oklahoma a New Year's Six team. Yeah, it's a pretty strong resume. I mean, what you're saying when you when you give one loss Oregon, assuming Oregon beats Washington in a rematch, you're saying that the Pac-12 was that much better than the Big Twelve. Yeah. And then you have the whole Florida State thing, which is a conundrum for them. And, and I think it is a conundrum. I, it, 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 and look, Washington's been winning, but everything is skin of the teeth every week. Yeah. I mean, there's they, they like the game control. There's no game control right. for the Huskies. Right. So, you know, you have then you have Florida State. They're 12-0. and They're a win away from 13-0 and conference champion. And if you watch them Saturday, you watch without the quarterback, they don't look the same because they're not. No, you go. They could lose to any of the top eight, and so or whatever number you want. Yeah, to and, and so I, yeah, I don't. I, what do you do with that? Is it? I, I, that's the part. And again, I, I go back to this. Those are going to be the conversations that are going to occupy their weekend. They're not going to go. Oh, we guys, we got to get this Ole Miss Missouri thing right. They're going to be like, we'll deal with that at the very end. And that is the last item on our agenda. And that's when they'll ask the bowl. I'm convinced of it. I'm not making this up. What do y'all want? It's it's what we're fine. Well, we're not because next year, if you use the exact same protocol, you're just asking to be second guessed and questioned like a crazy. If you're going to do this TV event on Tuesdays, treat mm-hmm. it like a poll the entire year, and then at the very end, don't treat it like a poll and change all the numbers around for the playoff. Sure, you're asking for hell, PR wise and just sure. chaos in general. Sure, so it's stupid. Of course. Because that's what's happening here is Of course the TV hey, thing we on, need to solve these three things, but then we gotta do this dog and pony show over here. Well they don't have to for weeks. Well no they do because TV pays for it. Well that's stupid. And then you go, Well I mean it all blows up. I get it. Hey, I'm gonna do these T V events on every Tuesday, but that, that really doesn't matter at all. Hey, FYI, we're just gonna change all the shit around later anyway. It's kind of the sport, isn't it? I mean, people have this debate about these three hour pregame shows every week. I mean, if you think about it. I mean, it's it's it, the whole thing is a dog. Well, my point is, there's zero relevance even to it. Of course, I mean, that's why I, I dudes, you're talking to someone who's never watched it. I, I've never turned that on on Tuesday night. I mean, I see it come in on, yeah, on Twitter yeah, sure. or whatever, but I've never turned that on my television on Tuesday night because anything that you could do, it's like the 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 NBA draft lottery. I don't even watch that. Just wait. Just tell me when they start doing the the cards. Mm-hmm. Anything that you could do in ten seconds. 
that you spend an hour promoting is is a made for TV event. And the committee's not actually doing it, right? They're just kind of talking about what they they're going to sit down and have to do it at some point. How do you how do you judge who do you who do you put number 1, Michigan or Georgia? That's the conversation worth having. Is it, it, is it only Georgia because they've they've won the last two titles or is it Michigan because they have better wins? I don't know. You tell me. Beats me. I mean, when you get into like how do you this is but if they're asked to break down like how do you separate these four 10 and two teams this year it doesn't matter next year people are going to be pretty worked up about it so what they say this year is is going to get used against them next year which is why i don't think they'll say a lot i guess my point though is if we're doing the playoff thing next year and penn state and missouri both win their games and get passed over you go what the hell yeah, you've been telling us for four weeks we got a better resume than those teams because you're putting us higher than them. Well, wait till they put and two, then suddenly wait till they put two group of fives in it. Yeah, because a lot of this, one of this gets settled if you just don't do the group of five thing. But I mean, it's a non-starter. Shouldn't be. And I do think the guy on the board was right last week. I do think it's avoiding legal because you're antitrust. Otherwise, you're not you're not giving a path when you say certain conferences get teams in. You can be sued. It's why it's true. It's why the verbiage is the top five conference champions, not the Big Ten, the Big Twelve, the SEC, the ACC, the Pac twelve. They're very careful on verbiage when they do those things. They're just avoiding any hope of a lawsuit. I go and hey, there's a path. Go ahead. There is a path. Look like play, schedule. Make a schedule that makes it look like hey, play four, play your four non cons against legit teams. Go win them. I mean, anybody that watches Tulane that thinks Tulane would be give give Tulane Missouri's schedule, they wouldn't be undefeated. Well, no, of course not. Because they're undefeated anyway. They'd have more than one loss. Yeah, yeah. But I do think that's why it's the case. Yeah, could be. But it's it. I'm I'm always going to be sort of team common sense. There's there's ways to avoid some of the chaos if you if you really want to avoid it, or just go to 16 teams. That solves a lot of it because the team 17 that gets left out will have three losses on their schedule, and you could go well don't lose three games when they bitch. I'm I'm fairly consistent on this. I don't. I, it's it's why you won't see me on selection Sunday in in middle of March going oh this team got left out. You have 14 losses. Lose 11 times instead of 14, and you're in. Mm-hmm. You lost a bunch of games. No, 12 is just the number to make it complicated, 10 through 14, potentially. Yeah. Depending on the year. Again, there have been years where Ole Miss has gotten into the top 12 with three losses. I mean, it just no, nobody's gotten upset this year, ever. Right. I mean, I saw that stat that somebody put through. I don't have the exact one, but top 10 teams have won this season at a higher winning percentage than any season prior to 2000 or since 2006, at least now to win debate. Why is that? And I, like, I, I don't know why, but teams are not getting upset this year. Everybody's just winning. And it's created this log jam of like 10 teams that just keep over and over and over and over winning games unless they play each other. Right. And then you create this situation that you're currently in at this point, And that's where they are. So look, citrus is the floor. Cotton's the ceiling. 
Yeah, it's probably one of the two. It, it. I mean, I guess you go to Atlanta, but sure, it's possible. It is. And Atlanta, Phoenix is possible. It is, but that's not what it feels like. I mean, I'm not making this part up. The Cotton Bowl would really love a Texas Ole Miss matchup. Now that might change if Texas ends up in the four. Something goes wild this weekend, and Texas ends up. But in that the would four. take Alabama beating Georgia. Or Louisville beating Florida State. Louisville beating Florida State's a possibility. And Oregon beating Washington. Yeah. You would need all three of those to lose, probably. Or at least two. Because Florida State loses, they're out. They <laughs> fall below. I'm not convinced Georgia has to win Saturday. I'm not either. That's what creates the problem. But now, again, if we're doing resume lines, Georgia loses to Alabama, and it's like, what do you, what do you got on the schedule? No, compared to everybody else, their biggest wins on their schedule would be Ole Miss, Missouri, and Tennessee. Yeah, so two top twelves, and then Tennessee's not even ranked. Yeah, all at home. I mean, Tennessee was on the road, but they weren't. They're not ranked. So, what do they have on their schedule? And Texas is going. Hey, we went to Tuscaloosa. Yeah, of course. But Texas is a, a very compelling argument, and I think Oregon's in if they win. Yes. Yes, I think they're a winning in. Yeah. Whether they should be or not, I don't know, but I think that's the case. I agree. It's pretty clear. And I think they're beating Washington. Like a drum. I do. They won't leave any doubt. They'll do to them what they did to Oregon State the other day. Just line up and beat the hell out of you. They're mm-hmm. I mean and they're, they're legitimately good. good. They are. They're good. Yeah. Dan Lanning made the right call not going to college station. Yeah. Well, I mean, he can wait on a couple of bigger things. I will say this. I don't know who, who who gets. That's not Carson's car, is it? He's already gone, I guess. Yeah, he's gone. Um, try to, we've got an alarm going off. I'm trying to make sure it's not one of ours. Okay. Oh, I see it. It's up the street. Maybe one of the goats got out. Um, I don't even remember what I was saying. Completely. Now, look, here's the deal. If you're just trying to win a game, Iowa's the oh, easiest I know thing what I, to beat. I know what I was going to say. I don't know that I would want to play angry, one-loss Texas. Angry, motivated, one-loss Texas. I, In Dallas. Just being being honest. Yeah, if you think – what what matters more, the win or the game? It's up to you. That's a, that's a fan thing. You yeah. Can, you, I don't know if I like if you tell me, hey, systemically, what makes more sense? I, I it's hard to come up with one or the other. I don't know. Does it help next year in some way? I mean, my, does eleven and two or Cotton Bowl matter more next year? Now, obviously, eleven and two with a win over Texas matters more. Sure. But I'm not saying that. That's sure. I'm I'm taking that out because that'd be an easy one to yeah. decipher. Yeah. But beating Iowa twenty four to ten in the in the Citrus Bowl. Versus thirty four points be a lot for that game. Versus losing to Texas thirty eight twenty seven whatever. Just give them a loss. Like I, I I don't know. I mean that that's up to you guys. What matters more or doesn't or what would go into next season? Yeah, yeah I just see, I, I just can't get behind you, CC, because you have no power over that. You went ten and two. You did all you can. If you go to the Citrus Bowl, it doesn't minimize your regular season. 
because you're you're in a vacuum. You can only do what your schedule is. Right. Because a bunch of other top ten teams won doesn't minimize the season that you had. And eleven and two is better than ten and three all day long. I mean, I think. But that this is a fan question, so I I can't I can't weigh in on what fans want. I mean, it's it's one of those we can put a poll up, and you let fans say what would you rather have the the New Year six or a January one bowl that you're almost certainly going to win. Mm-hmm. And I think Ole Miss would beat Iowa. I don't think it would be a blowout, but I think Ole Miss would beat Iowa. I think they'd score enough points to win the game, seventeen to seven, something like that. Probably be a little sloppy. Yeah, the, the, I mean, maybe you guys are right. I'm, I'm not even really arguing with you. They a lot of people go, "No, you want to say you went, you've gone to four New Year's sixes." Yeah, okay. I Could mean, be. sure. So what's that? I said that's a fan question. I'll I'll take I'll take fans. Yeah, somebody says seventh most in, appearances in New Year's six over ten years. Okay, I, I just, but I don't. That doesn't matter to me because you're a program that just wins a lot of games now. I don't know that you need those crazy arbitrary stats to justify yourself anymore. There was a time where I get it. I, I do understand what you're saying, and I'm not talking down in that way. But at this point, you're just the third best SEC team over the last three years. So, okay, that's what you are. You're trying to get into the playoff next year. So the only answer here is what, if anything, makes even a modicum of difference for your preseason notoriety or people on people's minds going into next season. That is all that would matter to me. And you know what the real answer is? None of it really matters. None much of it at matters all. at all because it's all about NIL and, and recruiting now, both in the portal and with high school kids. It's all about what your war chest is. I mean, that's the real answer. No, I just mean it does make a difference if you're ranked sixth versus sixteenth to start next season potentially. I guess that's my point. I mean, again, we're we're it's six and one half in a dozen. I'm not yeah. saying it's a huge difference, but. Yeah, I, I, again, I, I'm not. I'm not going to weigh in on this one because I think it's a fan thing. I think it's a fan. Well, I'm trying to not make it a fan yeah. thing. I'm trying to think what actually I, like tangibly matters. Uh, my opinion, neither. I think you're going to see that with you're going to see guys opting out of New Year's Six bowls. Not referring to Ole Miss, but I mean, they probably won't be immune to it. I, I think you're going to see that across the board. You're going to see guys going. These games don't. It, it, there's. If the game doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have ramifications. Yeah, you you'll you would get some pull out of all the stuff in the postseason. Where they go, hey, had we had a twelve team playoff, this would have been it. Yeah, you're around and you're in sure. that, and going into next season, hey, remember last year, Ole Miss would have been in. Like, I I do understand that thought process. I get yeah, it. That. That makes sense to me. That's the most compelling argument anyone's made. Yeah. The whole respect thing. I'm like, eh, what does that even mean? I don't even I don't even know what that means. Like you can't go to the store and buy respect. I don't know what that means. Um I'm not I'm not criticizing it. I'm just going, I don't really think that matters. I don't I don't <clears throat> and then I don't think when you're doing like because I've been an AP voter before. I I didn't go look at the last season that much. You've got a little number up by your name for a few weeks. So that's about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, you know, it could be the difference between starting the season 10th or starting the season 12th, which is meaningless. I mean, you're either going to win or you're not, right? Well, I mean, we're saying even the rankings Tuesday are meaningless. And if they use the same system, they'll be that way next year. Yeah. Like I said, there's going to be some team that goes, hold on a minute. I'm out of the playoff, but even though I won the game and you had me ranked here and you dropped me five spots for no reason. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, look, if Andy's right and that happens, well, you've admitted out loud that, hey, our little Tuesday show is for nothing but the, you diehards to watch something and talk about. Which is, or you set a precedent what it is. that you're going to get brought on is when they go, hey, why did you leave Missouri out? And they go, well, no, none of their wins are in the top 25. So you go, okay, so just clarifying, it matters where they finish the year, not when you played them. Correct? Not saying right or wrong, just right. saying that's uh, what that's, that means. That seems to be what they're saying. Yeah. So if that's the case, if you're Ole Miss, the game that you're really watching this weekend is Tulane. Because you need them to win. You need them to win. Yeah. You need them to Is it SMU? Yeah. Yeah. In New Orleans. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's... If you're an Ole Miss fan this weekend and you think that's what it is, that's the game you're cheering for. And if you're a Missouri fan, that's the game you're watching because you, you – You're de- going, hey, Mustangs. You want SMU to win. Yeah. You want to negate one of Ole Miss's wins. Yeah, 100%. So, anyway. I mean, it's really that simple. Continue in a second. First, you're at Elevate Your College Football Game Day Experience. Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. It's unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea, impacts flavorful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation. Perfect balance, a taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. Don't settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team, you're tailgating in the stadium, parking lot, or watching in a bar, hosting friends at home. It's there to elevate your experiences. It complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that feels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. If you are not a rebelgrove.com subscriber and you want to uh, subscribe, now would be a re- today would be a really good day to do it. Not tomorrow, today. Because through uh, today, you can sign up at rebelgrove.com and get 75% off your first year. Use the promo code RIVALS2023. That's RIVALS2023 at checkout. Get 75% off your first year's subscription. Again, that deal is through today. Uh, we're brought to you by Dead Soxy. Dead Soxy spicing things up by uh, giving you, I need to make sure I got the right, yeah, that's, that's the right one, giving you the uh, Black Friday savings all week long. It's just, not just today, it's the entire week. Head Cyber over, Monday today. So, yeah. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That must be why I was told I needed to work on my Christmas shopping today. Yeah, Cyber Monday. Big deal. Uh, head over to deadsoxy.com. Use uh, Rebel Grove. My Christmas gift is please don't buy me Christmas gifts because I don't want to have to pay for them later. You know what I mean? Just just don't. Like my Christmas gift is don't buy me Christmas gifts. Don't spend the money. Uh, use code Rebel Grove. Buy one, get one savings on bundles all week. Make sure to put both bundles in your cart before using the code. Take advantage and stock up for your family, friends and maybe even your own stocking. So let the Black Friday Fiesta begin with uh, Dead Soxy. Brought to you by Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors. If you're searching for residential or commercial properties in Oxford or uh, Tupelo, contact Whitney for amazing professional service and support. Contact Whitney McNutt at Whitney at TMHomes.com or 662-567-2573. We are also... Brought to you, I mentioned Dead Soxy already. Are you retiring soon? How long should you wait to take Social Security? What accounts should you pull from first? Are you already retired? Should you consider Roth conversions? These are just some of the questions that can only be answered with a personalized retirement income plan. Andrew Sego with Sego Wealth Management specializes in helping folks just like you come up with their retirement game plan. Whether you meet at his office in Collierville or prefer Zoom from anywhere, 
schedule a free discovery meeting and see what they can do for you. It's rebelsretire.com. Well, the hand-raised guys on Thursday afternoon, that's brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Batesville, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call Southern, 662-429-4429. A-Stocks, a Nashville-based online retail company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All items uh, start at just $1. That's right. Every item starts at just $1, no matter what the retail value may be. So shop now at astock.bid. That's A-S-T-O-C-K dot B-I-D. Or download their app. Name your price on thousands of items from big-name retailers. A-Stock has multiple locations around Nashville as well as Memphis, um, some in Indiana, and more coming soon that offer local pickups, so don't miss out. And speaking of Cyber Monday, today would be a really good day to go to collegecornerstore.com, load up on uh, Rebel Gear. That you uh, from the people at the College Corner. They also have uh, two locations in the Jackson area, one in the Oxford, uh, in Oxford, right off of Sisk at the Oxford Commons. So uh, check them out, collegecornerstore.com. Podcasts are brought to you by GM Pharmacy and Tyson Drugs. That's in Oxford and Holly Springs. And the reminder, they have their high-dose flu shots for patients over 65 years old. Most clinics typically give standard doses to all patients, so they highly recommend 65 and up get the high-dose flu shot from them. They also have the RSV vaccine for anyone who needs that, and they do those by appointment, which makes getting in and out super easy. Give them a call to schedule, 662-236-2222 for G&M in Oxford, or 662-252-2321 for Tyson Drugs in Holly Springs. Mississippi State hiring uh, Jeff Lebby, former Ole Miss offensive coordinator, as their head coach, announced it yesterday afternoon. Um, he got into start well, sometime around 8 o'clock, I think, last night. They had the uh, the airport thing, a little bit of a press conference, and then uh, off and running, Lane Kiffin, uh, multiple tweets um, regarding Lebby's hiring there uh, in the Golden Triangle over the last uh, 24 hours. He's having some fun with his former assistant. Everything from, um, let's see, going through them real quick. I don't think he actually uh, deleted anything. That would be against his speed. He uh, he actually was on a bit of a – you can tell when Lane gets like to 10 wins and he's got a few days and he's not overly stressed because he just kind of makes fun of everyone on Twitter. Um, he retweeted a hope that Auburn and New Mexico State play in the Birmingham Bowl uh, <laughs> coming up here in a uh, in a month or so. He uh, retweeted a photo, very poorly photoshopped picture of Lebby being a child on his shoulders yesterday. Um, yeah. He said, welcome home, Coach Leb." quote, back in the other sip. Put the egg bowl uh, emojis up and then also uh, Fat shamed him. added, uh, I knew you missed the food. Yeah. Um, he retweeted a, the funny. report that Lebby had agreed to a deal with Mississippi State from Sports Illustrated. Um. Yeah, there's a lot there, a lot there. He had a heart for Nick Saban, uh, greeting, getting greeted from his family after yeah. the uh, after the win in the Iron Bowl. Yeah, so Lane was busy. All right, look, who's bored? You think that's what it was? I don't know. I mean, he's probably traveling, riding somewhere, and just he's on his phone and playing. That's and, the likely. Yeah, he and, was. I know yeah. he was recruiting Friday night. I don't know what he was doing Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, he was at the Carrollton Walton game on Friday. Yeah, and then so. Here's the deal. Lebby's a good hire for Mississippi State. Um, yeah, absolutely. He's a good hire. He's a good coordinator. 
is he ready for that job and how hard it is? I don't know. We'll all find out together. I don't think anyone can know that, including Selman at Mississippi State. It's clear that they were having some trouble uh, with whether to go the route of the guys they could get or get yeses from guys they couldn't get as far as experienced sitting head coaches, which is hard to do in general, mm-hmm. um, especially at Mississippi State where they've, they've got the situation they're in right now from a money standpoint. They say they have had a lot of collective success in the last month. Again, there's a school board. It's called the Portal, and it opens December 4th. We'll all find out together again. Mm-hmm. But they have a couple things here. Here's the um, thing about the, the Portal for everybody. Everybody needs to hear this. The state's going to find this out, too. The prices that worked in last year's Portal don't work this year. Inflation has hit the transfer portal. Yeah. Big time. Big time. All the numbers are up. Way up. So just think about... What it? You went and loaded up the buggy at Kroger a year ago. Mm-hmm. Go load the same buggy up at Kroger this year. It's a bit more. Yeah, same thing. The portals times two of that. Now here's the deal. I, I multiple people have told me that Summerall finished second for that job. I think Summerall would have been a better hire than Jeff Levy. Um, yeah. If you want to go head to head on guys, you probably at the end of the day could have gotten. I think Summerall would have been a better hire. Um, Levy's tenure at Ole Miss is complicated. Because he did a good job as the offensive coordinator. Um, there's no doubt about that. Did a good job with Matt Corral. Did a lot of on-field stuff. He and Lane both made a mistake letting him stay for the Sugar Bowl in 21. Should not have stayed for that game. He had no interest in it. It was obvious he had no interest in it. If Matt doesn't get hurt, are we still saying that? I, from he, I don't know if it is as publicly whatever, but yeah, I would I would assume both people would like to get out of that decision if they could read back and do it. Gotcha. Now, does it matter? No, not really, but right. just in the essence. And then here's the deal, and people can make of this what they want to. In 21, Lebby was very vocal about things he was doing here to keep the program afloat day to day and where it was, 2021 in there. Um, Lane is a much better head coach organizer in 2023 than he was in 2021. It's more locked in. It's more focused. He probably would admit that. Night and day different from 20, night and day from 2020. Night and day. Yeah, night yeah. and day. Yeah. Lebby was not necessarily wrong in things he said as far as running meetings, doing things, picking up a lot of slack in that season. It's true. Yeah. Also, probably not the thing that you just go around and talk about nonstop to the level that it seemed like he did in the community. It, it became a chasm with people who kind of became Kiffin people or Lebby people because of Lebby talking about it so much. And I, mean, I know multiple people who that came firsthand yeah, from. Yeah. So it created an environment where people became super loyal to Lebby or, God, he won't shut up like because you're poisoning at the same time. You had all the Randy Clement thing go on, Clement's thing go on. That hit a lot of stuff. There was just a lot of kind of crap under the surface that was simmering during the the, the bottom the, the the latter half of that tenure, and I think that plays into it here. Now, what is Lebby going to do as far as the toxicity of this rivalry or what the Egg Bowl looks like? I don't know. I, I could go either way. Um, it would not surprise me if this gets vitriolic. Um, I don't expect it like Mullen at the height of his thing. I don't mean that, but sure, because look. Levy's a first-time head coach. You want to play to your audience. Taking shots at Ole Miss is what plays. Kiffin's giving you an opening here. It almost feels like it's required. That's what I mean. Yeah. 100%. Leach didn't do it. They didn't like that. 
And Arnett really didn't do it. And they didn't like that either. It wasn't in Arnett's personality at all. And then Mike and Lane are legitimately friends. Yeah. And Mike Leach didn't hate Ole Miss. No. I mean, Mullen did it. And I, I look back on it now and I kind of think it was almost a requirement. Like people said, this is what you have to do. They steer into that pretty strong there. I don't know anyone there. I don't know. Of all the schools in the league, it's the one that I know the least about, to be honest. I I just don't know much about Mississippi State. But it appears that that's something that they really do. Their media steers into it. And when I say their media, the media there is their media. Well, I mean, I saw the thing that hit our board where Steve basically said, hey, the only way for State to be successful is to, you can't be nice to Ole Miss, you have to jab them. And go after them. And obviously, I don't know him. So I, I, it's hard for me to like. But point is, when somebody who's a very, again, credit to him, a very prominent figure inside their culture. Sure. Goes that. Well, that does permeate down into your fan base, into your, that gets back into the athletic department. That That is something that is worth noting. So what I wonder when he says that is, does he mean to get their fan base fired up, it has to be built around, hey, we're all fighting this common enemy. That that's I think they I think they benefit in two ways from doing it. I think yes. They if you get a common enemy and you get the ability to go at them and that's what gets the most maybe money in the coffers, everything to go with the upstart of the program, right? Because I think it's different. But I think that is what engages them to then potentially try to see beyond Ole Miss. But then also, if you do it enough, Ole Miss people have been unable to ignore it. Mm-hmm. So you're bringing Ole Miss back down to you, too. Sure. You're, you're, you're going, hey, if we just keep poking and poking and poking, they're going to poke back, and that's when they take their eye off the ball of whatever it is else they're trying to focus on to come back and try to hit with us for a minute. Yeah. And then we have a slap fight. We benefit from the slap fight because it brings our people up, and it brings Ole Miss back down. Mm-hmm. So you get a, two direct ways that you benefit by doing that and actually pulling Ole Miss into the slop with you when you do it. Sure, I get that. That's been my whole and your whole argument for years on hey, you got to get ignore it a little bit. And Ole Miss get people, hey, they're gonna get mad at me for saying this. Our board, if our board's any indication, I can't even imagine what some of the other boards look like. It's pretty. It works. Ole Miss doesn't do a great job of ignoring them. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And now, 
Lane made a big dial up for two or three days. However, I will say this. I don't think it will be a 365 thing. I think they do move away from it once the game's over. You know what I mean? I think it's a weekend, and then you I would, and for, then you go. For their sake, I would hope so. Because if your focus is on Mississippi State, you're not going – you're not getting where you need to be in a league that's about to add Texas and Oklahoma. You're just not. You're not going to – if you're focused on them – Again, I, I, I'll repeat it. it. It pisses state people off, and I understand why. For Ole Miss to be nationally successful, state has to be an afterthought. Which is what, I mean, Lane said it in his post game. He goes, hey, he made the joke in his post game press conference, and he goes, hey, my player's asking why I didn't ride on a four-wheeler. He made the Knox joke. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, that was never our plan. Our plan was to let him have all the emotion, do all that stuff, and then we just out-execute him and win the game. Yep. Whatever that looks like, we're going to do that. Because it's what Siski and I talked about on that pre-Egg Bowl podcast was when you have all that emotion, it also means a lot of negative emotion. Mm -hmm. So, hey, no personal fouls, no retaliation, no fighting back. Let them do all that crap and then just win the game, whatever that looks like. Nick Saban talked about this the other day, about how, yeah, you you want your players to have emotion, but think about in life, when you're emotional, that is not when you make your best decisions. What do people tell you? Like, hey, sleep on it, right? Think about life decisions. People say, hey, sleep on it. Take a deep breath. Calm down. Those are, those, those are adv- that's advised things that people do. So to say that that, oh, so what you want to do, hey, play this game just with your hair on fire. Okay, well now I'm not I'm not making the right read. I'm not thinking like I've I'm been over pursuing. I'm, I'm doing yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm making mistakes. I'm overreacting. No, you want to be calm. I don't watch Georgia play and go, man, that is one emotional football team. No, the best credit we give to teams like that is hey, they're they're methodical, they're machine like, they're robots. robots. They just show up. Yeah. They just you will die. Yeah. And you move on with your day. Yeah. And so I I don't know. I Again, I'll just say it again. If you if you're going to be nationally relevant, and that is that is Lane Kiffin's goal. I, I I don't know Lane, but I feel quite confident after covering him for four years that he wants to win nationally. Look, it, it was state, what I thought Thursday night was Jackson Dart's biggest contributions. As multiple times he was grabbing his own teammates, going, "Quit it, retali- stop! Just yeah. get, get to the huddle. Let's, let's move on. Keep playing." Like multiple times, Judkins was trying to go back. He goes, "Stop! Yeah, no, no go good. line up. Yeah, don't we'll, get in that. We have a play to run." Yeah. So look, Lebby has – I don't know what it's going to look like. He's a good coach. He's good schematically. I think he's going to put a good staff together. I think it's very likely he grabs a DJ Durkin for defensive coordinator. I think that's possible. I think he has a couple of decent options for offensive coordinator. Now, here's the deal. What does he do to recruit in-state? Because they do have to get in-state kids. They can't go national for all their guys. Right. Um, where does the money come from? What does that full staff look like? What does state do from a support staff standpoint? Because they've lagged behind in that. Now they're saying they're going to fix it, and they are fixing it. Maybe they are. I have no way to prove that they're not. That might be something they're 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 doing. Um, and then the other thing too, that it's not exactly like Ole Miss with Chris Beard, but they had to be okay with the Art Browse connection here. Mm-hmm. They had to be okay with the fact that Browse is going to be on their sidelines, going to be in pictures, going to be in those things. And look, maybe they are. I'm not even necessarily whatever, but that was something that I kind of wondered. Hey, does that keep Levy out of a head coaching job for multiple seasons? Where does that look? And State apparently is fine with embracing that to whatever level that they are. It's the one thing I can tell you from talking to a couple of Oklahoma people over the weekend. Because on Friday, I tweeted what I believe to be accurate. 
not tweeted. I put it on the message board. I didn't tweet it at all. I didn't feel like getting involved in that. But I put on the board a little bit what I'd heard about Levy, that basically the deal was done. Um, and I got a couple of Oklahoma media types that, that I know were like, hey, what have you heard? And I told them what I'd heard and all that stuff. And And one of them said, yeah, it's probably one of these deals that's in everybody's best interest because the whole – Art Bryles thing when that happened this that year. That did cause that level of issue? That was a problem for Oklahoma. It was one that they needed to, they wanted to steer away from. And then, you know, for Jeff, that's his father-in-law. Yeah. It's the grandfather of his children. I mean, there is a personal connection that goes beyond what happened at Baylor. And frankly, he needs him right now to help be a head coach. I mean, from a staff standpoint, people he knows, connections that could be made yeah. to... I mean, Art Bryles is one of the most connected people in college football. He knows yeah. everybody. And it's where it's where Jeff and Lane are so different. Jeff's a lot like his father-in-law. He's a ball coach. Mm-hmm. They just think ball. And there's one way that they do it. Very organized, very methodical. To say that in 20 and 2021, that did not describe Lane Kiffin is an understatement. Yeah. Now, I think he's more that way now. But I think that's where a lot of the, the chasm came from. Was Yeah, Jeff's a junkie. Jeff was like, man, I, 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 don't know how you, I don't know how you do it like this. And the truth is, there aren't too many people who could do it like Lane did yeah. it in 20 and 21 and have success. Yeah, that was a big thing in those early Lane staffs here where they kind of looked around the room and went, how the hell does this work? Yeah. I mean, meetings didn't start when they were scheduled to start yeah. or he just didn't show up for them or whatever, and you throw in all the COVID stuff, and they he went to Boca on a day off, whatever the case I mean, was. I had a, co- a, a coach said when Lane was hired in 19, at the end of the year, had been with Lane on multiple staffs and said, all week long you're going to be completely confused, you're not going to get how it's going to work, and he's going to show up on Saturday and score 55 points. And you go, I'll be damned. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you know coaches, and I know yeah. coaches. That's just not how they operate. Uh-uh. It's disconcerting to them. So that's where a lot of it came from. And then it. And I'm curious to see Jeff grow up. And I'm, I don't mean that as in he's not grown up, but I mean, even like last night, I watched when he got to the airport. It wasn't that he said anything bad. I know everybody's making fun of the swag estate thing and fine. Jeff was uncomfortable. That's not, mm-hmm. he just wants to coach. Yeah. He doesn't want, I mean, he, he's good one on one, he's good in small groups. People who know him love him. Yeah. Like we'll die for him. I mean, really, really, really. He he could. It doesn't take him long to connect personally with people. It's one. It's almost kind of politician like in a good way. Mm-hmm. I think he does that. He did it with people here. It's going to really help him in Starkville, where they want personal connections big time with their coaches. Most places, that's not a, shot, a knock at state. Sure. I think those things are really good. The big talks, he, not kind of like Lane. Frankly, he doesn't doesn't really want to do those. That's why last night looked so uncomfortable and things he'll have to get a little better at. That was kind of what took me was he just he really just wanted a whiteboard, let him see the stadium, let him talk to the kids, and move on with his day. That yeah. was not where he, not where he thrives. Um, is coming off the only watched one video, but I mean like the smoke popping up, like that had that was like whoa, where's that? Like that probably scared the kids a little bit there for a minute. I mean he was all the cow. I mean it was kind of the like that version of the North Korean man. You had all the bells and all the stuff and you get off the airplane and you went, "Whoa, we're not in Kansas anymore." Yep. And again, you're, rec- you're you don't have Oklahoma's budget. You're not recruiting Oklahoma mm, anymore. Nope. Mm-mm. You're going down the different aisle now. 
Oh, you're shopping in a different grocery store. You're not at Whole Foods. No, you're at Aldi. At least not exclusively. You're at Aldi now. You're at Aldi. You're bagging your own back. <laughs> but now look, you can get... Oh, no, 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 no. You can look. get good groceries at Aldi. You can. It's just a different efficient. deal. You got you to put a, th- a quarter in to get your cor- cart. You got to bag your own groceries. And it's what Lane's had to learn. Yeah. Here. Hey, yeah. Got, no, got to figure this out. He can't just go grab the five-star high school kid. No, I mean, Lane doesn't get to do all his shopping at, at the Fresh Market no, either. No, 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 no. Yeah. Sometimes he looks at the fruit of the bad place because now that place, now that, that apple could be in Whole Foods, so we're going to grab that one. Like, got to, you know. Yeah. I mean, Dejon Anthony was a hell of a defensive player for Ole Miss this year, and I remember when going, God, we got to have Dejon Anthony. And Lane went, hey, it's high speed works, that, that, that place. Yeah. John Saunders. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I can make that work. And then you miss some. Yeah. Everybody missed some. Sure. I mean, they missed on several. Yeah. So, anyway. All right. Uh, did you miss out again on a pair of the uh, custom Lane Kiffin shoes from the Gove Grove Collective? Here's your chance to do one better. Style Assembly and Women's Boutique on the Square is partnered with the Collective to offer a pair signed by Lane himself. You're going to win two different ways. You can go to shopstyleassembly.com, purchase a raffle ticket for $25, or make any purchase on the site or in the store, including gift cards. Each ticket and purchase counts as an entry, and there are no restrictions on entries. 100% of raffle ticket sales plus 10% of all regular merchandise sales is donated directly to the Grove Collective. Use code RG15 at checkout to get 15% off your order. Also, enjoy free shipping on orders over $150 that cannot be applied to raffle tickets, obviously. So knock out holiday shopping while supporting the Collective's efforts. Shop shopstyleassembly.com or go by the store itself. That's 203 North Lamar next to Blind Pig. Ask for Kate and she'll personally help you out. Brought to you by Pinnacle. Pinnacle based in Jackson, Mississippi. They've got clients in uh, more than 20 states, advisors in multiple states. They provide detailed, specialized investment management, financial planning, retirement planning for individuals and businesses, and much more. It's mypinwealth.com. M-Y-P-I-N-N wealth.com. Uh, we're also brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. Uh, John's part of Virtuoso. It's a worldwide network of travel partners that allows John to supply his clients with added values, unique benefits, simply not available to other travelers. Um, give him some parameters. Give him a budget. He's going to give you options. And no, you don't have to live in or near Memphis to take advantage of his services. 901-494-3387 or send him an email at jedwards at regencytravel.net. Uh, if you're looking for a place to host your uh, Christmas party, a company dinner, a festive party event, I recommend Opa on the Square in Oxford. It's Oxford's uh, newest Greek restaurant. They have uh, fabulous food, great craft libations as well. They can accommodate up to 200 guests for catering or uh, booking information. Contact Jeannie, 601-421-7147. Uh, we're brought to you by Service Specialist Staffing and uh, Recruiting Agency. Uh, they've been connecting great job opportunities to candidates since 1967. If you're on the job hunt, whether you're seeking an entry-level position or you're a seasoned professional, they have opportunities across the board. Uh, engineering, IT, dentistry, accounting, all sorts of fields, pretty much everything they can help you. It's always free for the candidate. So give Will, Sydney, or Kelsey a call at 662-832-5138. Or uh, check out their site, servicespecialistltd.com. And get the beautiful and healthy smile you deserve at Corinth Dental. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative state, state-of-the-art procedures that will result in a beautiful, long-lasting smile from routine checkups to advanced treatment. 
including implants and Invisalign. Corinth Dental is here to help you achieve your smile goals. So schedule your appointment today. Take a final first step toward a better version of yourself at CorinthDental.com. Podcast is brought to you by Prime Shrimp. PrimeShrimp.com. Seven different flavors available for you. A couple of my favorites, the Signature. It's a versatile option that goes with everything. And you know, New Orleans-style barbecue shrimp. If you were the 10 minutes freezer to play, they ship directly to your door. And we're going to help you out. Use code RG. Buy five pouches or more. Get all of your favorites. Get us some sampler stuff you haven't tried yet. 25% off, again, with code RG. They make it easy. I know kids are busy. Got stuff going on. Back at school today after the break. Here, this final push toward uh, the Christmas holiday. So, again, primeshrimp.com. Use code RG. 25% off with primeshrimp.com. Podcast also brought to you by the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation. Getting close to the end of 2023. So, you need to make year-end donations for tax purposes. Call the foundation. They'll walk you through their philanthropic giving initiatives, whether it's the Vol Society or Empower. Both initiatives give you a tax-deductible way to support the Champions Now campaign. If you're working with state planning, call the foundation. Discuss forever Ole Miss. That form information, 662-915-7159 or give to athletics.com. Ole Miss, Mississippi State, not the only uh, maroon SEC team to hire a coach over the weekend. The Texas A&M Aggies. Uh, bit of a... Uh, Bit of a train wreck there in College Station prior to uh, hiring Mike Elko yesterday afternoon. So, quick recap for those who have been under a rock for the weekend. A lot of a uh, lot of good, uh, you know, a lo- lo- lot of names out there like Ryan Day, um, Dabo Swinney. A lot of stuff going through the A uh, and M stratosphere. And according to Mark Passwaters, we'll give him credit at Rivals he reported on Saturday night that earlier in the week, Jed Fish, the Arizona head coach, had interviewed for um, the A&M job that Ross really, really liked him, and that he told the Board of Regents there at Texas A&M that he was likely to be the choice, and are they all good with that? They said they were all good. And then sometime in the next 24 hours, he just started talking to Mark Stoops, uh, apparently, according to Passwaters, unilaterally. Um, and that he offered Stoops the job without getting board approval and thought that he had hiring capability there at Texas A&M, again, from a, from a myopic uh, view. And that was clearly not the case, as we all know. And, you know, look, I've said this for a while. Ross had a great gig, and I said had because he no longer has this level of capital whatsoever. To just be the Goodell, take all the bullets, do whatever the board says, and collect the paycheck. And doing what happened from Fisher to Fish, sorry, to Stoops took away all that. Plus some, there was a revolt from the fans. Apparently there was a revolt from the uh, board of regents. Stoops saw what was going on and said, I'm, I'm good at the Commonwealth. We're okay. We're, we're okay here in Lexington. Will you guys take me back? He had beat Louisville earlier in the day. They were more than happy to take him back. And then as, as Grimes said, but that's then about 18 hours later, they've hired the great value version of Mar- of Stoops with Mike Elko, who uh, has had two nice seasons at, at Duke. And then let's also not discount the fact that he was at A&M and he's an A&M guy, and that does matter there in uh, in College Station. He spent three seasons as a defensive coordinator. He got off the plane last night. I, I'm, I'm a little frustrated because I've enjoyed making fun of A&M for so long, and we still have departmentally the ability to do that. But Elko's not a guy that we really have a lot of ammunition on. It kind of goes away right here with the hiring of Mike Elko. I mean, <laughs> um, I, I don't even know where to start. Stoops would have been a really good hire for them. 
Good and good hire. Yeah. I mean, he's a really good coach. He's done a really good job at Kentucky over the over the long they jumped, haul. Look, I, I think you wrote this. If we all could just wake up and look in the mirror and see whatever the hell A&M sees oh, I'd, when they look back. I'd kill because that's that what one happened. Day. One was, day. Stoops wasn't good enough for them. Stoops was below them. No, no, no. We're better than Stoops. Yeah. Nah, not Kentucky. Come on. Look what he did. He didn't beat Georgia. Well, you didn't either. I mean, I, you paid $76 million mm-hmm. to end up with Elko. Again, good oh, coach. More than that, yeah. Does Elko have the pizzazz to tell the regents to f off? No. And I'm, I'm I'm running my ship. No. He can't walk in like Nick did in Tuscaloosa and go, "Hey, this is my. I am the captain now." No. <laughs> Mike, you should be happy to be here. You're going to do whatever the hell we say. Cool, sweet. I mean, did Ross get into the bourbon a little too much on Thanksgiving? What happened? I mean, he's your, he's your guy. You guys were in the same bourbon club. Did he did he get into some a bad batch? Too much proof? What did he get? Break out the one forty proof? What did he do? What happened to go? Hey, I'm gonna go rogue on these cats. Under what world was that even a possibility that was going to end well? Of all places, I mean. Dude has a meeting. I mean, anything if, beyond like a Stiglione in Oklahoma, there's not the capital for that. Dude has a meeting. If we're to believe the media reports. Again, I'm, I'm, I mean, I, let me try to find it. Give me a minute. I'll try I, to find Oh, you're it. good. Tells, tells the, hey, guys, we're going to hire Jed Fish or Mike Elko. And they're like, okay, cool. And then on Thanksgiving. All right, I got it. 12.06 a.m. Sunday morning. So Saturday night into Sunday morning. Again, this is Mark Passwaters, AggieL.com. Yeah, Go yeah. subscribe. Yeah. Get 75% off your first year there today. You, go. you can even do the little add-on thing if you're a Rebel Grow subscriber very cheaply and see all the, uh, yeah. the A&M content. Rivals 2023. Good there through you today. Go. So Passwaters, AggieL.com. Quote, message board post, 12.06 a.m. So now we're in the post-Mark Stoops era. I've been told by multiple sources about a few things that have happened in short version. Landon and I were right. Jed Fish did interview. He did kill it. And it was at the point that Bjork indicated to the Board of Regents that he would be the hire on Wednesday. On Thursday, Bjork commits communications with Stoops and decided he would be the hire instead. Members of the Board of Regents did not know this until last night. <laughs> Some of them didn't know until this morning. In all caps, nobody was told. When I broke the story, along with everyone else that covers the beat, the outcry was well beyond anything that was expected. And Stoops got spooked and backed off. Kentucky's apparently cool with him staying, so now A&M has to figure out how to recover from this cluster bleep. Most likely candidates are Elko and E-Rob. There are a lot of pissed-off people, from regular fans to big-money alums. I think that's what A&M means by BMAs. There is a lot of explaining that has to be done, and I really don't know how heads won't roll. The better part of this is Elko, at least as a dude, had you hired the defensive tackles coach. We, uh, hey, I mean Ross has okay. Fair we enough. We have a mutual all friend. Right, all right, all right. Yeah, all right we we all have right. a friend who said it. Can you believe him? Like, yeah, I've seen that movie before. <sighs> yes, I was in a bourbon club with Ross. That is that is factual. Um, he might not join your club anymore. He or, or approve your membership. 
again, we have had no communications in almost two years now. So, so what happened is he went to a party on Wednesday night and just got into the good stuff and said, "Hey, I'm going to run this bitch." I'll show. I'm the AD. Yeah, I'll show all you BMAs who's the big man on campus. I'll show you. Is that what he did? I mean, I mean, I'm having a hard time believing it because I, come I mean, on, Neil. I mean, picks up the phone on Thursday and calls Jimmy Sexton basically and goes, "Hey, what's what we think about Mark? I want to talk to Mark." And sometime between, I mean, if we, listen, I'm not saying that Billy Luigi and 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 Passwaters and all these people are wrong. I'm not saying that at I'm all. I'm just so confused. But it's one hell of a story if this is true. That Ross Bjork, who's been the good soldier. That's my point. No, no, no. That's my point. He'd been Cadell. He just, I'll take all the bullets. Yeah. I'm the Aggie. Let's do this. I mean, he had just done the video. Maybe he went, maybe he did. Maybe he goes, I can't do this anymore. I don't know. He does the video where he goes, you know, I'm never going to give a contract like that again. Never going to do it. He kind of took the bullet for the 78 million or whatever the hell it is. And then all of a sudden, on a holiday, he goes, I want the Kentucky coach. He's got a game at 11 a.m. noon Eastern against Louisville on Saturday. And when that game's over, I want him. And got him. I mean, Mark Stoops thought he was getting the Texas A&M job. And then the reaction comes and everybody's like, oh, well, hey, if Twitter's going to be upset. I mean, is that what happened? Because that's a hell of a story. Because I can tell you this, Kentucky. Do, do we potentially buy instead that the board initially said okay and then changed their mind when they saw the freak out? Well, I can't help but wonder that, because, that, that's, because that makes more sense. Because here's the thing: Mark, this doesn't fit Ross's pattern. For all jokes aside, Mark Stoops did not get an extra penny at Kentucky, so something happened where one of the two sides or both sides went, "Ah, this isn't going to be a good fit." But look, Saturday morning. And I don't typically watch these shows, but on both of the shows, apparently they were because I saw it on Twitter and turned it on for a minute. They were they were talking about Mark Stoops to uh, to Texas A and M before the Louisville game. They were. Daniel had it that morning, so there was time for people to react. It makes me think the board initially said yes and then freaked out, and they're all throwing Ross under the bus. Honestly, so that you could hire Mike Elko. He's an A and M guy, Neil. He'd been there. See, he'd been there. This is why he'd been there. I'm, this is no, the, no, no, no. If no, we're, no if I, we're, we all say okay and we get it and we're cool, and then when it gets down to it and the fallout starts coming, and go, hey, we didn't hire one of ours. Elko's the same thing. He's the same as Stoops. Look what he did at Duke. Spurrier did it at Duke, and then hey, he's he's an Aggie. He understands. He gets it. I actually think that's what happened. I why, think Ross is being railroaded. It's why here every day. All you Alabama fans, every day when you go to put your head on the pillow at night, you should uh, be thankful for Mal Moore. You should be thankful for Mal Moore and Rita Rodriguez. Those are the two people that each night you should thank. Because it took some stones to go, you know what? We're not going to hire another Alabama guy. It doesn't work. We're not hiring another guy who played or coached for the Bear. Nope. We're going a different direction, damn it. We're catching. We're, 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 we're going to do this different. This doesn't work anymore. It's why they, they, all the Alabama fans always got mad about the column I wrote in 2006 or whenever I wrote it. I was dead on. 
I crushed it. It was actually one of the best columns I ever wrote. I, I basically said, you've been passed. You're living on this old thing that with each passing year doesn't resonate anymore. You have to move on from it. You've got to, if you want to be big, you got to go big. It's not big. No. I mean, and maybe he works. I'm sure he's a very good coach. Oh, he's a good coach. No, he's a solid coach. He's a good coach. But he, all the BMAs are still going to be swinging their... Oh, yeah. You didn't call any of that. No. I mean, Saban ended that. Hey, just show up on Saturday and watch us win and then send your money. Every once in a while, I'll throw you a bone. But not many bones. Two A and M notes to uh, to be aware of: Elijah Robinson, E. Rob, who was, apparently was a finalist for the uh, position, he is being retained by Elko. That won't cause any problems at all. Good job, guys. And then uh, Max Johnson entering the transfer portal yeah. again. So those two. Uh, Will Rogers entering the transfer portal? Keep a keep a close eye AJ on Jefferson. KJ Jefferson to Mississippi State. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Or to TCU. Yeah. It depends on where Kendall is. Okay. Yeah. Of course, I suspect that's a pretty big price tag on that one. So I don't know. Now, look, the only way you can say Elko is better than Stoops is if you simply just wanted an A&M guy on the job. It's it. Stoops has done a lot with a little. I'm not holding his top 25 record against him at freaking Kentucky. No. Of course not. He actually generated per capita... A lot of really good NIL success. Yes. He raised money. They used it effectively. Barry and Brown plays for them. Oh, I, listen. When, when when I went to bed Saturday night thinking Mark Stoops was the coach I at thought, Texas hey. A&M, I, I mean, I was prepared to write, hey. Good job. Wow. That's yeah. good get. You quit worrying about being sexy and worried about being right. Because Stoops would have been right. I know there's people going on the other way with it. No, Stoops was a better high than, higher than Elko. Uh, Tupelo, I'll answer your question because I... I, I, I have learned to fight back on this narrative. Not that you're doing it, but other people have. Uh, the boosters that got me fired, it wasn't because of Saban. The boosters that got me fired went to the the radio, the the person who owned that radio station in Mobile, who's a big Alabama booster and got me fired. Demanded that I be fired. So he fired me. That was my mistake. I should never have stayed in Mobile as long as I did. It was a life error, big time. Demanded. Yes, Something I knew would eventually happen, and then it happened. I was not shocked, but oh. was was mad at myself. I should not have stayed in Mobile as long as I did. That was a huge error from a career from a career standpoint. It was a, a stupid mistake. All right, twenty four months, and I get the the expectations are far different. Who's had the better career so far, Elko or Levy? Twenty four months. So we didn't finish pound this, for pound. We didn't finish this part on on state. So here's where states states choice was interesting. Could they have gotten John Sumrall? The end of the day, I tend to think, I think so. Yes, but here's now where, he might have been pissed off, and three hours later had stooped like that would have yeah. caused a weird spot. But yes, um, but John was going to come in and try to build culture. Yes, it was going to be a slow build. Now, it probably would have been a successful build because yeah. what John's built at Troy is impressive. Yeah, John's very good. Um, I don't know where people have had the patience for it. 
I don't know. Because they didn't face immediately. Uh, John wasn't going to come in and do the, the rivalry nastiness. That's not who he is. That's not who he is. So that, that, that wouldn't have gone over very well. The problem you've got with Lebby is if Lebby has any success, he's going to bolt. He's going to get other opportunities. So it's an interesting it's an interesting decision. Can can Jeff have success there? Look, I think Jeff's a good coach. Um, I think he's a very good offensive coach. Um, what kind of a staff can he put together? How much money does he have for NIL? Those things. He's never really built culture before. I, maybe he's good at it. I don't know. Yeah, sure. Not not a proven commodity in terms of that, but he's not an. He, but he hasn't proven that he can't either. Is my point. I don't know. Uh, Elko's a good coach. Elko's a good coach. Uh, you know, he understands it. There, he does. That's the positive of what I'm making fun of. Yeah, I mean, he's not going to be blindsided by anything. He gets how they are. Yeah, but he's indebted to them in a way that that's what would worry you. It feels to me like if you made me guess what is Texas A&M over the next couple of years, I'd go seven and five. Oh, that bad? Well, that's what they've been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I did this thing of, in, in 10 Thoughts. I thought it would get more reaction than it got, but yeah. I, I'm not convinced anyone reads what I write anymore other than the first part where they got mad where I'm like, I still had Missouri ranked ahead of Ole Miss because right now today I think Missouri's a better team today than Ole Miss because of injuries and whatnot. But that's another topic for another conversation. I, but I, I did this, pulled it up. Over the last three seasons, not 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 COVID year, yeah, 2021, 2022, and 2023, I did everyone's record. I think I got it right. A&M's just kind of mid. And I think that's where they'll stay. I don't, think he, I don't think he raises them. I don't think he lowers them. I think he just sort of keeps them where they were. No, they have a culture issue. Yeah. I don't, in their program. I don't think he shakes it up. No, I, I think either. he maintains it. Yeah. So, all right. Continue on in a second. First, Northeast Spark N E S P A R C service people across rural communities. Two packages: the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the One Gig, the powers the Clark Ford Studio. Your hometown team bringing you World Class Broadband. That's NESpark.com. 662-238-3159. Phone service, portal controls, network security, and much more. So again, get the best internet in Lafayette County. That's 662-238-3159. Are you a displaced corporate executive wanting to put your career in your own hands? Are you an experienced entrepreneur looking to diversify? Either way, Andy Ludicky can help. He owns multiple franchises and businesses, uses his expertise to help others find their American dream through a very thorough and free consultation process. So call Andy, put your life and your career in your own hands. It's 100% free. You've got nothing to lose. MyPerfectFranchise.net. Andy at MyPerfectFranchise.net, or you can call him, 404-973-9901. Southern Traditions Farm is a 68-acre, 32-stall upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. Two sand rings, a grass ring, miles of wooded trails, a lot offered at Southern Traditions, including horseback riding offerings um, from beginner lessons to advanced, competing in nationally recognized competition. It's also a... um, Great venue for events, uh, corporate outings, those types of things. So get in touch with them on Facebook or Instagram at Southern Traditions Farm. Would you like some peace of mind knowing that your roof is taken care of? Whether you need an inspection, a new roof, or a maintenance program, Riverland Roofing has you covered. Home or business, as a GAF Master Elite Contractor, they can offer warranties that last a lifetime. Licensed and insured, Riverland Services Mississippi and its surrounding states. So text or call Riverland today at 
644-4297. And are you ready for the ultimate college experience? Welcome to College Town Oxford, your new home away from home. They know you want the best. That's exactly what they offer. No more long commutes or missing out on campus events at Ole Miss. College Town Oxford is next door to the Ole Miss campus, offering spacious two, three, four, and five-bedroom cottages, each with individual leases because they believe in flexibility and simplicity. Their incredible amenities will make you feel like you're living in a resort. Whether it's a weekend binge-watch session or watching the or hosting the best game day parties, you'll do it in comfort and style. Cheering on the Rebels with your friends, the community is designed to give you the perfect blend of comfort and convenience, so don't break up the gang. Instead, grab your friends, pick out your favorite favorite floor plan, and reserve it today at collegetownoxford.com. Uh, text their uh, VIP list today and become one of the first to know when leasing for fall 2024 is open, 662-300-3733. I'm going to get my broken They're axle. missing an axle out there somewhere. I can't wait till it happens one day. I'm going to go out and just film. I'm going to be the obnoxious guy that films it. And when they look over at me, are you filming this? Oh, absolutely. I've been waiting for this moment. I mean, that was that was jarring. Shocks are gone over there. Anyway. All right, last couple days to uh, take care of those Christmas lights. Look, it's after Thanksgiving. Last chance. Time to get them up. Heavenly Sunshine can help you with that. They're beautiful. They're a lot of work. You've obviously been putting it off. So let them take care of the hassle and do the work for you. The full service installation plan. They'll install, take down. They would store those bad boys for you in the off-season. Commercial-grade LEDs that are 100% customizable for your home or business. They take care of the lights while you take care of the gifts. They've been serving the Mid-South and Oxford for four decades. Full-service commercial and residential property maintenance includes power washing, soft wash roof cleaning, facade cleaning, and window cleaning. 662-342-1203 or heavenlysunshine.com. Now, look, if I've got to, relative to expectations, if I've got to pick one or the other, it's Levy. Because he at least, I mean, he's got some things going for him, and he hasn't proven that he can't do any of the things. He's a good coach. Uh, again, I, I have questions about a lot with him, where he is in his career, the Browse thing, some different things, what the staff looks like. But it's kind of the next step for him, and it makes sense in that way. And where I, I would have, if I was a state fan, I would rather have had some raw because I think the overall ceiling down the road is higher. Yeah. But nobody gives people time anymore. That would have been my concern if I were John. Yeah. Are they going to freak out when it takes three years, four years? Yeah, and it was going to be a methodical build. But he's really good now. John is. John's terrific. Oh, yeah. You felt fine just handing over the keys and letting it be what it is. Yeah, he's he's going to be a power five or power four, whatever the hell we call it now, coach, sooner rather than later. Only five SEC teams uh, went over in their win totals for uh, 2023. This uh, this season, Missouri, Ole Miss. That is correct. Missouri was six and a half. Oh, they obviously went over. Went ten and two. Georgia went over. Georgia was eleven and a half and one twelve. It took a perfect record at that point. Ole Miss seven and a half went over. One ten. Bama went over. They were ten and went ten and a half. No, they were ten and a half. One eleven. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, that is correct. Uh, so and then um, one more. Ole Miss, Missouri, Georgia, Alabama. Sneaky one here. Yeah, I'm 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 guessing this is gonna be a little sneaky. Um Kentucky. That's correct. They won seven. Their over under was six and a half. Yeah. Uh on the unders, Tennessee went nine and three. Is that correct? Or eight and four? Eight and four. Went eight and four. Or seven and five. What did they do? Eight and four. Eight and four. They were nine and a half on a win total okay. for the year. LSU Almost. was nine and a half on a win total. They went nine and three. Arkansas seven and a half. Didn't Oof. sniff it. 
A&M seven and a half and went under mm-hmm. on the season there yep. in Aggie land. Yep. Uh, Carolina six and a half went under. They finished five and seven after losing to Clemson on Saturday. State was six and a half. They won five. Uh, and no bowl game. The streak is done. Minnesota, the one APR team to uh, get in a bowl, and they said they are taking the invitation. Yes, yes. They were excited about it. PJ the- said there's a reason that we talk about academics 365. Oh, did you really? That's what he said. Okay. And I'm, I'll be honest with the way he said it, I was like, you know what? I actually believe you. You're good with that. Fine. Okay. I actually kind of believed him. All right. But I'm inclined to believe the Big Ten whenever. I just, Very fair. I mean, what, what everybody else said was an ugly football game on, on Friday. I thought it was beautiful. Iowa and Nebraska. I thought it was great. It was it was such a – I was trying to come up with the right tweet and the right analogy, and I could never make it work, so I didn't say anything. But it it was the perfect thing where you go, this is awesome, but I only want to watch it one time. Like, it, uh, it is great today. It's but, great. Cold weather. You knew, you knew someone was going to make a mistake. And sure enough. And there it was. And then they bring in a kicker. He's not kicked all year. He's like the Rudy of kickers. Is and he? he makes it. It was awesome. What a moment. What a moment. One of the few Kurt, times I agreed with Stuart Mandel, he called it kind of like middle school football, where when the quarterback messes up, you just go, it's fine, Timmy. You'll do better next time. Yeah. I mean, the quarterback play is horrendous. Well, horrendous. That, that is our backup. What's Nebraska's excuse? It's his first year. Okay, we're gonna, gotcha. take, we're gonna take some time. All right, it's fine. Uh, Florida, I mean, if we had if we had McNamara, we'd score thirteen, fourteen you points a yes. game. I mean, we we would have won that thing in regular. Well, we would have won it by. Oh, it went under, didn't it? Yeah, it went under. Over under was twenty three and a half. It went under. It awesome. Oh dear God! So it's just awesome. Auburn under six and a half. Um, they go six and six after. God, you would have had the over the Auburn over hit if they just don't mm-hmm. do that. They drop nine and somehow allowed single coverage on the outside. That's really complicated to do. Like I, uh, schematically, that is almost impossible. I was watching. They had a spy, Neil. They put Austin Keys in as a spy on fourth and thirty-one. Where is he going? Let him run and then rally to the ball. That's not complicated. They call timeout and it's to run Austin that defense. Austin Keys. He wasn't going to chase him down anyway. It was. I was outside. I was watching. Um, Philadelphia and Oklahoma City. Okay. And I heard the chaos inside my my the the females in my house were watching the end of the Iron Bowl. Okay. And I came in and was like, what happened? And nobody could really explain it. And then I saw I was like, oh my God. And then as I found out more, it was wow. it was perfect in so many ways. You have the muff punt, because the game's basically over if they just catch the ball right there. You have the muff punt. Then you have the Milrow snap issue where they throw the ball 20 yards behind him on the snap. Saban is ready to break everything in the vicinity of everyone at that point. And then his nonchalantness when they score, he basically just raises an arm and just goes one. And it's like, oh, come on, Nick. Like, all right. You knew it all along, right? All good? Whew. Tough day. Our, uh, Florida. <laughs> the best one that I saw. <laughs> the best tweet that I saw all week. I wish I could remember because I'd give the person credit. <laughs> they had a picture of the uh, hostage video from Ole Miss back in the day. Yeah. You know, Vitter and, and Ross and Hugh. And they said two of these people are at the lowest point of their lives right now. And the other is Jeffrey Vitter. <laughs> 
<laughs> I laughed till I cried. That's that true. One. It was a it was bad weekend, wasn't it? Great. So, yeah, that was funny. Florida under five and a half. <laughs> they go five and seven on the season with the Gators. Big year for Billy next year. Whew. Whew. All right, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. It's pissed Tyler off when I tell him this. Okay. Watching that on Saturday night. Two weeks in a row. I would have moved on. Oh, really? Yeah. The two schools that didn't move on after I watched their performances on Friday and Saturday. I, Arkansas and Florida. If I'm Hunter Juracek, I have to make a, I have to make a change. That was awful. Yeah. I, I, awful. I don't, I don't know how you... I would like to have seen that one possession had KJ not gotten hurt right there. They were moving sure. it a little. Yeah. Like they were going to win. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But, but when teams quit and don't show discipline and stuff, I'm like, I don't know. Um, but Florida, it doesn't look right. No, it doesn't. And you can talk about recruiting. Okay. You can talk about recruiting to your blue in the face. And I'm like, okay, okay, fine. Whatever. It doesn't look right. It Something's wrong there. Yeah. yeah, Ole Miss should not be upset that Florida's on their schedule next year. Mm-mm. That's a good one. You get Carolina and Florida on your schedule next year. Well, I mean, and if I'm Florida, I'm like, we lost at home to Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Like, I watched that game. A team that kind of quit. Look, I get it was year one, but or whatever it was, a year, a year after losing to Vanderbilt. Yeah. Well, and back to Arkansas for just a second. Trey Biddy in the post game asked a Trey who used to work at Rivals. He's at, was he 24-7 now? I don't know, but yeah. One of the others. Trey's really, really good. Um, He asked Pittman. He said, you know, I know that Hunter, referring to Hunter Juracek, gave you, you know, said that you were coming back and, and all that, and you've, you've talked about the portal and, and these things, but how do you build off-season momentum off a game like that? And Pittman's answer was, I don't know, uh, somebody else. Like, somebody else asked a question. Oh, really? Yeah, and it was like, oh, really? You're going to be... You're going to be weird to one of the the guys who covers you day in, day out pretty favorably. I'm not calling Trey a homer, but he's 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 a fan. And Trey covers them pretty favorably. Yeah, sure. And and I was like, whoa, you're going to get bristly about that? That's a fair question, and you should have a better answer for that than I don't know. Well, sure, you're getting paid a lot of money to know. I thought that was odd. Yeah. And and Napier doesn't look right. Like the, the whole thing just looks wrong at Florida. Boy, in a league where it's yeah. The league's really good right now. I mean uh yeah, Tom Allen out in Indiana. They negotiated a fifteen and a half million dollar buyout for Tom. It was twenty and change. They brought that down to fifteen, I'm assuming for well, it's two two payments. It's, it's two payments of seven point five million. Yeah. Good for Tom. Good job, Tom. Proud of you. Kind of like Oh, Jimbo. by the way, Good. Saturday night, can you imagine Jimbo? Oh. Saturday night, if I'm Jimbo, I'm like just sitting back. Whatever cocktail you'd like in hand. The really good stuff. Maybe with a really good cigar. Just kind of watching. And then I just start, he was on the internet. I just kind of start scrolling Twitter. Or no, I actually pay someone to come scroll the Twitter for me. And I just say, yes, uh, Jeeves, read that again, if you would, please. 
he had to be laughing his ass off. Jimbo had a good night. Saturday. Oh, it was a good night. Stayed up watching that. Oh, probably. I wouldn't no. think so. Because what else is? And he only got do? some buddies. He calls. Hey, what, 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 what the hell's going on? <laughs> oh, oh um, sure. What, what are y'all doing? Jeeves, have have it them call so and so. Yeah, call Jim. Ask him what. Uh, Bring that phone to me if you would. Yeah, whoever your friendly border regents member is, <laughs> and go. What the hell? Hey, how's your night? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing right now? I'm just kicked back by the fire. You remember that? Remember that bottle of scotch that you told me I was stupid to pay ten thousand dollars for? Yeah. I opened it tonight. It's fine. It's good. You, you would enjoy it. I'll save you a sip. Oh, and then Houston has let go of Dana Holgerson. Okay, sure, whatever. I, I got nothing. Ah, whatever. I mean, you sort of signed up for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. It's all. It's all good. So we put him on our hot board one time just for fun. He was on the front page for a minute. Yeah, that was actually someone in the agent world was like, hey. He had been. We tied it back to like him being in Mississippi for something or something. No, well, what, it, it? what it was was some, it was and it was someone in the agent world was like, hey, Holgerson is interested in the Ole Miss job. And I'm like, I can but didn't he like coach somewhere? Or I something can sell for that a for a day and made it out to be a much bigger deal than it <laughs> yeah. actually was. I don't remember. Yeah, he was. uh the quarterback's coach at Mississippi College for three years back in the 90s. Real key. Uh-oh. Key part of his his, that, his tenure. That, that's, that's correct. That's how you'd sell it. Yeah, yeah. that was it. <laughs> He's been at Houston since 2019 after the uh, seven-year stint in Morgantown. So, yeah. Anyway. Looks like Neil Brown's going to survive. Yeah, yeah, I think so. He's, he's kind of cockroaching it a little bit up there had right it, now. Had it. Going on with Virginia. Had a decent year. Yeah, so we'll look at Commerce Championship games tomorrow. We'll look at lines. Uh, look at some different award stuff for the year. I got a few thoughts there as well. So all that and more. I'm sure A&M and State will give us more content as we'll have official press conferences today. I oh, assume. yeah. Yeah, yeah, we got more coming. Okay, to, Elko's uh, will be boring. I, I'm just – it's not even making fun. I'm just curious about Lebby's. I'm, I'm curious. Jeff's, I just want to see – Because Jeff didn't do any media when he was in Mississippi. No. And so and a little at Oklahoma. He, he, did a he, good, he did a good bit at Oklahoma. And dressed the part. Lebby really used that year to kind of be a head coach. Like he had a suit on or a jacket on Saturday and is very yeah. trying to be very professional. And He shaved. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, but, he's going to look into that audience today and go, Oof. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's so funny to watch some of the same people who two years ago would have called him a buffoon or whatever, and now he's their guy. Offensive genius, genius to all degree. Gonna be, he's going to take Jackson Arnold with him to stay. He's going <laughs> to... Jackson Arnold. Going to get them all. That's already been shot down. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. The dad went, oh, no. No. We're, we're good. He's, he's signed with Oklahoma. Yeah. So, All right. <laughs> take care. Appreciate all of you guys. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.